This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Quarter to eight on a Thursday morning means we get to hang out with Wendy Christine. This insert sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Wendy Christine is a health coach and a wellness practitioner. She's out at Integrated Health Solution in Durbanville. Good morning, Wendy. There's a nice sunshine day ahead. I know we were chatting about it off air. It's going to make you smile today, right? Good morning, Brad. Yes, it is definitely going to. Um, I love blue skies, and it certainly makes me happy. I can do winter like this. So how many hours did you sleep last night? Um, hopefully around seven. Aha. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I'd ask, you know, since we're talking about sleep this morning, I I probably do about six, sometimes less. And I know that's not good, but I'm just too busy to sleep enough, and I... I feel when I say that, I hear my own voice. I'm like, Brad, that doesn't sound responsible and also counterproductive. So I guess a good place to start our sleep conversation is what actually happens while we're sleeping, Wendy? So sleep is very important um, to keep our bodies well and healthy. There's many metabolic processes that happen at night when we sleep. So our livers detoxify, our brains process all sorts of information, get ourselves, you know, gets our bodies ready for the next day. <clears throat> and we're able to think and function a whole lot better when we've had a good amount of sleep. And it affects our mood as well. Nothing like a cranky person and then usually they say, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry, I'm so cranky. I just didn't sleep enough. Exactly. So if we haven't, if we haven't slept, then we can't control our mood as, as easily as we, we should be able to. So there's one thing about having one or two late nights because there's something going on. But sometimes for people, it's just not enough sleep for an extended period of time, and then things, it feels as if one starts to break, almost as if you feel you're susceptible because your body isn't strong. I mean, is that correct if you're just not getting enough sleep? Yes. So our bodies actually start to degenerate, and we can be more susceptible to chronic health problems if we're not sleeping enough. Because if we don't sleep and we don't go through those regenerative processes, Mm. We're at a much higher risk for things like heart disease, strokes, diabetes, blood sugar imbalances, um, and that's sort of just on a, um, on, a, on a physical level. What happens with our brain is our reaction times slow down. Uh, we're less effective at work. We forget things. We make more mistakes. Um, so it, over a long term, it really is not good for us. And then, obviously, you, you have the risk of uh, you know, having car accidents and things like that because oh. you fall asleep. Yeah. So, look, we know kids need to sleep a lot, um, and sometimes we know teenagers need to sleep a lot. The problem with sometimes both of those groups, you could just hardly ever get them awake. <laughs> so, we know, so we know they need to be sleeping because they're growing, right? I'm guessing that's what's going on. That's right. So um, children, uh, they, they produce a lot of growth hormone when they sleep, and growth hormone is important for them to repair their um, cells and tissues, for them to grow, obviously, for them to um, gain adequate muscle mass, um, and it also obviously helps as they're going through puberty. Um, little children, they need to grow. They grow so quickly. You mm. see them, they have these massive growth spurts. Um, if they're not sleeping enough, they, those kind of processes, they're stunted a little bit. So um, sleep, when it comes down to the, the, the idea of sleep, the first question that people always ask is, how much am I supposed to sleep? Oh, well, you need at least eight hours. That's the general rule, I'm guessing. But is that the same for everybody? No, it's not the same for everybody. You know, it's, it's the same with um, dietary needs and with, you know, all sorts of other things. We are all individuals. 
so a guideline is around, I would say, seven hours, seven mm. to eight hours. Um, some people get by on a little bit less, and they function really well. And other people need a little bit more. So I think it's, it's about getting to know our bodies, you know, how much sleep do you need to feel refreshed? If you're not feeling refreshed, maybe you need to add a little bit more um, to your, you know, to your sleep, um, I don't know, <laughs> deposit. Um, and if, you're, if, you're, if you are feeling fine and you're feeling refreshed and you, you're doing well on six hours, well, then that's, that's good. That's okay. You just spoke an hour of sleep, of, uh, of sleep credit. I mean, is, is it possible to catch up? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a late sleep in on Saturday because I've had a busy week. I want to catch up on my sleep. I mean, is it something that you can do by catching up, by adding suddenly on a Saturday or Sunday morning a few extra hours? Is there such a thing? Well, it doesn't really work like that. I know we think it does, but it can actually set us back. So it depends on how much you try and catch up. If it's an hour, you know, if you're sleeping in an extra hour on a Saturday or a Sunday, that's okay. But when, it get, you know, when you start sleeping three or four hours, then it's not actually beneficial. It then can disrupt your, your nighttime sleep cycle. Mm. So ideally you want to go to bed and get up at the same time of day every day, um, within an hour or two, obviously, um, but not to have those prolonged sleeps because it doesn't, you don't really catch up and your body doesn't, um, you don't feel better for it. Often when you've had that extra sleep, you actually feel worse. Yeah. And and the same would be for a nap. I mean, uh, I, I remember taking naps when I was a when I was a student. I would say, okay, if I can just grab a nap, I can. And I, I never quite functioned well for at least two or three hours after that nap. I was, I don't know what I was groggy. Yes, yeah. So naps don't work for everybody. Um, if you if your nap is short enough, um, sort of maybe half an hour, forty five minutes, then that can still be refreshing. So more like a power nap. Hmm. But a long sleep in the afternoon can really set you back. Um, what is this um, idea of micro-sleep? I mean, you've mentioned it to me, and I, and I look at this, and I thought this, this seems both dangerous and unusual. What's micro-sleep? Yes, it is, it is a dangerous thing, because a micro-sleep is when you fall asleep without even realizing it. So it's, it's literally seconds um, that you fall asleep. So if you are sleep-deprived, mm. your body, in, in, in a way of trying to cope, um, Sort of forces you into these little micro sleeps throughout the day to try and to, just to try and keep itself going. Yeah. Um, but what happens is you actually fall asleep. So you could be driving, you could be operating some machinery, you could be at home in your chair, you could be working at your desk, and you don't really realize that you, you're falling asleep because it's, it's so quick um, before you wake up. But it can be, it can definitely be dangerous um, to our health. Um, there's a, a very uh, for a phrase that's doing the rounds and rightly so, particularly at this time, and that's immunity, immune strength, um, uh, healthy immune system. Sleep surely has something to do with that too, Wendy. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, if we are not able to repair our bodies while we're sleeping, if we're not sleeping enough, then our immune systems um, are compromised as well. Um, so your immune system is unable to respond effectively if you are not getting the rest that you need. If you think about your nervous system, you have fight or flight, everybody knows that, and then you have rest and digest. Mm. And if you are not sleeping and not able to go into that rest and digest phase, you can't repair your cells and you, your immune system can't repair itself or strengthen itself to be able to protect you. Wendy, then there are things that keep us out of our sleep. I have a, a Canadian friend, and she she struggles with sleep apnea, and I know that she has to sleep with a little oxygen tank by her bedside um, before that is even diagnosed. I mean, that's a huge sleep disruptor. 
It is a huge sleep disruptor. And unfortunately, it's something that goes undiagnosed. Um, people seem to be afraid of going to have that check. So um, sleep apnea happens when you actually stop breathing throughout the night, and it happens consistently. So very often there's snoring involved and quite loud snoring, and then you all of a sudden gasp and splutter, um, and or your partner will be sitting up to see, are you you know still breathing? Mm. So it actually disrupts both parties um, if, there's, if there's two people involved. Um, but it actually is, it, it stops you breathing, so you're not getting oxygen flow throughout the body, wow. um, which obviously has an impact on your, your function the next day. So you will be fatigued. You're at much higher risk of having these microsleeps. Um, and you just don't have re- restorative sleep throughout the night. Yeah, sleep is so important. The more you're talking about it, the more I actually want to go sleep. <laughs> so, so, so let's end this conversation. We started saying, well, how, you know, we don't find enough time to sleep. And that's a ridiculous excuse because we know now, particularly after you've spent this time with us, Wendy, how important it is. But you can oversleep, get too much sleep? Yes, you, you can. Um, and, and oversleeping can have as many health consequences as undersleeping. So you're still at risk for strokes and heart disease and diabetes and those kind of obesity is a very big one as well oh. um, with sleep disorders. Um, but it does, it perpetuates the cycle. The more you sleep, the more you want to sleep, but it's not necessarily refreshing. So it doesn't mean now because you've slept 12 hours that you've actually refreshed. You could have refreshing sleep in six hours, but if, you, if you're lying in and you keep you know, continuously sleeping and you, you shouldn't actually be, then perhaps you need to investigate what's going on underneath. Mm. You know, there's obviously an underlying issue that's making you want to sleep so much. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind going to have a sleep now. I always talk about sleep. Like when you talk about food, I always get hungry, Wendy. Now I feel like sleeping. I just realize how important it is, and I'm going to make sure I get a good one tonight. Everyone that's listening, hope you're getting your seven or there and thereabouts. To you, Wendy, thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. We always love your expertise, your preparation, and uh, your time with us. Have a beautiful day. Enjoy the sunshine, and hope you have a great sleep this evening. Thank you so much, Brad. Have a great day and a good sleep tonight, too. <laughs> Thanks. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.